0: Welcome to episode number 192. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about when to know your green beans are ready to harvest, not just for fresh heating, but especially if you plan on seed saving from them. You will notice that today's episode is a little bit shorter than a lot of our episodes, and that's because I am working on some really big projects, and I also want to make sure that I can get you guys the information that you need during the specific seasons. And because there's so many aspects to the homesteading life, sometimes doing an episode just once a week doesn't mean I can get you everything that I want to get you. Because as you know, here on the Pioneering Today podcast, it's where I don't want you to just be inspired. Of course, I do want you to be inspired. But I want you to have the exact clear steps so that you can create a homegrown garden, a pantry, kitchen, and life that you want for your family and your homestead. That's what we do here on the Pioneering Today podcast. It's what I do in my e-courses, the Pioneering Today Academy, as well as with the YouTube channel and with the blog over at the website, muskinuris.com. And right now I am working super hard to bring you some amazing organic gardening resources one of them is my new book the family garden plan one of those is my new book the family garden plan growing a year's worth of sustainable and healthy food i am so excited for this book it doesn't launch until january 7th of 2020 and i'm working really hard on some amazing bonuses when you pre-order the book i cannot wait to share more And I also just signed a contract and I'm working. It's due November 1st to my publisher. I have a whole lot of deadlines coming off, you guys. But I want to share with you because you guys are such a part of this and I need your input because these are your guys's books too, same as they are mine. They're all the resources that I use in one easy place in a book so that all the information is there when we need it. But what I'm working on right now is a gardening planner journal that's going to go with the book. Because you all know in gardening worlds, if we don't put it down, especially when we're doing early spring planting and seed starting indoors, the regular summer vegetable garden then we're trying to get fall planting in, all those things, if we don't have it written down and we miss that window, then we miss out on that crop for that season and all the way until the next year. And I don't want any of us to miss out on any of the wonderful stuff. I need to know what would you like to see in a gardening planner slash journal? So think where you see a monthly calendar down to the weekly, the daily level, all that kind of stuff. What would you want to have in that specific to using it for all of your gardening stuff? You can let me know in the comments. You can shoot me an email, social media, all that stuff, but let me know because I've got about eight weeks to get that bad boy done and to the publisher. And I wanna make sure it includes everything that us gardeners and homesteaders need. Okay, as I said, I'm trying to keep some of these episodes so that I can get you more than one a week, short and sweet. So we're gonna head right on over to this content. I get a ton of questions about growing pole beans. If you haven't watched the video where I talk about how my family has been raising and seed saving, This variety of charcoal green pole bean for over a hundred years, then you're going to definitely want to catch that. So I wanted to answer some questions about pole beans and seed saving. So growing a pole bean is great because you get a lot more harvest for the same amount of space. So if you don't have a lot of gardening space and you want to be growing more in the space that you have, I highly recommend going with a pole bean variety. Now I actually have quite a bit of space. We live on a lot of acreage, but I still like to maximize the space that I'm using because the more I can grow in the smaller amount of space just means the less work on my part. So growing pole beans are great. And I even show you how to make this pole bean teepee. You can catch that in some of our earlier videos and I'll make sure and link to that if you want to see how we actually go about constructing this at planting time. But if you're new to growing pole beans, one of the questions I get is I've always done bush beans before. Is there anything I need to know about growing a pole bean, especially when it comes to harvesting, that may be a little bit different? So with your pole beans, because they'll grow six, seven, eight feet tall if they've got the structure to climb up them, the blossoms will begin to form and they'll begin to produce the beans at the bottom and the base of the plant weeks before you will actually get a harvest from the top of the plant. And so that's one of the reasons it's so prolific, because you're going to get a harvest starting down low early on, and then those blossoms, as it continues to grow and to climb, it's going to produce more and more blossoms that will then become your bean. Another question that I get asked often about beans is, you're getting a lot of flowers setting, but those flowers, those blossoms, are not actually turning into beans. What's going on? Usually, that means that it's just simply too hot right now. Beans are self-pollinating. So inside the blossom is both the female and male part of the plant. So they have the capability to pollinate themselves before that blossom even opens up and then forms into a bean. So it's not a pollination issue with the bean plant if you've got blossoms and they're not turning into fruit because they're self-pollinating. But beans don't like really hot temperatures. So, if you're experiencing daytime temperatures of 90, 95 degrees Fahrenheit or even higher for more than a few days at a time or for a good stretch, then that's usually the reason that your blossoms are not actually forming fruit. So, don't worry about it. Just keep the plant watered. Make sure that it's got moisture, it's not drying out. And then, once those daytime temperatures start to fall down a little bit, then those blossoms will form and begin to set and you'll begin to get a bean harvest. So, just wait out. I know sometimes in the middle of August, it seems like, or all of August, depending on where you live, that you're experiencing those high temps. But as soon as they start to cool back down, it'll start to produce beans for you again. Now, if you live in a really hot southern climate, you may want to look at your planting time and try to have your beans and your pea plants where they're not going through that extreme heat of summer or where they're starting and you're using them more as a fall crop. Again, that's definitely going to depend on your gardening zone and if you get frost and when you get frost. So of course our beans are a warm weather plant. They are not going to survive any type of frost. So as soon as you have a hard frost it's going to wipe them out. But if you live in the areas where you don't really get a frost it may be something that you want to consider growing more in the mild temperatures that you have in the fall and winter months. And again that's for those really southern states and really super warm climates. So another question that I get is when do you know to harvest your green bean when you're wanting to use it as just a regular eating bean and then when you're wanting to use it as a shell bean or you're going to look for a seed saving candidate? So that's a great question. And when you're harvesting them just to use as a fresh eating bean, you wanna look at the bean and you want it to be where it's still fairly smooth. This bean, like right here, it's got a little bit of lumpiness on it but it's still fairly smooth, same as this one. So the bean inside the pod is beginning to form, but it's not huge, it's not overly bloated. And another test is you can snap it and you wanna hear it crisp. So it should just snap right into, I didn't actually string this one first. These are a string bean. Had I string it, they're gonna snap a lot easier. But see, these just snap right into, it's not rubbery and limp. So these are still perfect for just regular fresh eating green beans. Now, when you're looking to use these as more a shelled bean or they're starting to become more mature, then you're gonna see that they're a lot more lumpy. They're a lot more swollen. And that just of course means that the bean inside is more mature and is larger. So you're just gonna open these up. So I still just like to remove that string. And then you're just gonna open that up and you're gonna look at the bean inside. So you're gonna kind of examine the size. So this is still a little bit on the small side. When I'm using these as a shell bean, I like them to be a little bit larger and the inside bean itself to be more white. And this one is still kind of like a pale green color. It's not fully white. So I would consider this one to be a little bit early and I would let the rest of them go until this is larger and the bean inside is fully white. So that would be more along the lines of this bean here. So you can actually see the difference in color. So this is a brighter green. This one's beginning to turn that pale color. It'll eventually go yellow and then it'll go all the way to white. And you can tell if you're looking at them from this angle that the bean is a lot bigger inside this pod than it is this one. And I'm still a little bit early in the season. I don't have any that are at the stage yet of being a seed bean. But when you open this guy up, you can see how much more mature these beans are. And you can see how much bigger this one is. And it's much more white in color. It's not kind of that Kelly green color it's almost white and it's a lot larger. So this is kind of ideal for doing at the shelled stage when I want these to be like a white bean, kind of like in place of a navy bean. That's when you wanna be harvesting them like this. Now for your seed bean, I don't have any that are even that mature yet. It's too early in the season, but you're gonna let them develop on the vine until they're even more bloated than this. And the outside here, part of the bean, this is kind of like a, just a pale green. You're going to let it, like I said, it's going to turn yellow, and then you actually want it to turn all the way white, and you can even let it, as long as you don't have too much moisture coming in, so depending on the time of year, it's not turning fall and you're getting a lot of those heavy soaking, drenching rains or rains for days, if you can, let it shrivel up and actually dry on the vine, and that is ideal for your seed saving stage. And as we get closer to that stage, I will make sure and film you guys a video so you can actually see what it looks like. So I hope that this answered some of your questions on how to use and know where things are at with your green beans. Now, if you didn't watch the video where I shared my family's story and how we've been seed saving and growing this particular strain of beans in my family for over a hundred years, five generations, I'll make sure and link to that below so you can go and catch that. But I get asked probably the most common question I get asked is where can I get some of your bean seed? Do you sell it? And this, Short answer to that is no, we don't sell it. Here, where I live in Washington State, there's quite a bit of certification and laws and all that kind of stuff that comes around selling your seed. And we're simply just too small and just growing it for our home use and having a little bit extra to go into that type of route. But the way that you can get some of my bean seed is if you are a member of the Pioneering Today Academy, which I'll pop a link in below and you can check it out. We're not open all the time for new members. So if you happen to land on the page when we're not open for enrollment, Just go ahead and put your name and email in and you'll go on the notify list for the next time that we are open for new members. But you'll be able to check out what the academy is and everything that it offers. But for members in the springtime, any current member of the Pioneering Today Academy, I send out, as long as supplies last, bonus for free beginning starter seed packets of this seed to anybody who's a member of the Pioneering Today Academy. And we not only have lessons inside the academy that teach you How to Grow Your Own Fruits and Vegetables Organically, but I also have a complete seed saving course. And that's one of the reasons, one, I just don't have the volume to send it to everybody. Two, there's the different laws when it comes to selling seeds. But the most important reason is when you get the seeds, I want to make sure that you know how to seed save them correctly so that you can pass them on to hopefully generations in your family for years and years to come. If you want more information on growing your own fruits and vegetables make sure that one you subscribe to this channel and two that you get registered for the organic gardening workshop we are going to be covering every aspect of organically and naturally growing your own fruits and vegetables at home including ways to save time and increase your yield so you can register for that totally free you want to make sure you're on that early bird wait list we've got some exclusive amazing things coming for people who are registered early at organicgardeningworkshop.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, you guys, you have to go and get registered on the Early Bird Waitlist registration list for the Organic Gardening Workshop. Everything is going to go live October 2nd through October 8th. So every single day you are going to be able to watch multiple videos, all breaking down and teaching you how to do organic gardening. We're going to have from vertical gardening, everything focused around helping you grow your own organic vegetables and fruit at home, helping you to save time using proven methods that naturally increase your harvest and provide nutrient-dense food from your backyard all year long. Yes, no matter what climate you're in, I'm not kidding you, you guys. I'm going to be sharing some ways that you can grow food all year long. And some of them do not include grow lights and they don't include dirt, not hydroponics, but that you can have fresh food all year long. Like no joke. It's going to be so amazing. So no matter where you live and you want to go and get registered now, you want to be on the early bird list because I'm going to have some special exclusive bonuses and sneak peeks to the people who are on that email waitlist, okay? So go to Norris.com forward slash garden workshop. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to see you in the workshop and on that early bird waitlist and in the next episode. Bye for now.